Welcome to Safe Work Leader Talks, a podcast series that explores the challenges, benefits, and best practices of establishing a workplace safety culture with innovative New South Wales manufacturing health and safety leaders. I'm your host, Carol Duncan, and today I'm talking to Yates Safety and Sustainability Business Lead, Tamara Scanlon, about designing safer manufacturing workplaces. Tamara has been instrumental in developing a forklift safety and fatality prevention program for Yates, one of Australia's biggest manufacturing brands in garden supplies and chemicals. She joins us today from Sydney, where the program has been in operation for the past decade with a proven track record of positive results. First up, Tamara, what was your pathway into workplace health and safety? Uh, so when I was younger, I wanted to become a, a nurse. So in that field, I decided to go to university. And uh, when I approached the university, they um, they said, well, if you do two years of occupational health and safety, you could go into becoming a, a nurse straight away. And then when I joined occupational health and safety, I never left. So I finished that degree, um, started out in the industry. I finished in 2003. So then started out at graduate roles, working through paper industry industry, uh, consulting, and then Dulux Group, and then then moved on to do some more business experience. So when I studied an MBA as well. So just I like it. It's so varied. You get lots of different experience. So one day you're dealing with, you know, training and culture, and the next day you're dealing with, yeah, something really technical and um, compliance-driven. So it's just a very varied occupation. So yeah, every day is different. Yeah, it's, um, it's really exciting that way. For you to have never left, you must find those aspects of it really satisfying. <laughs> yes, and it's very fast-paced. So I like the, the changing environment and I like seeing change over the years. It's really satisfying to be able to go back into a site to after, think back on when you first entered the site and you made a lot of changes and then you go back into the site. Um, or you think back eight years and you think about all the changes and the safety practices and the culture and how happier and easier the work is for the employees to to deliver it. But that's the satisfying part for me is knowing the change that our profession can make on manufacturing and and wider operations and organisations across across industry. Tell me about your industry. I guess what are the inherent risks and challenges that come in that space that you're working in? Uh, so we work for Julak Sully's um, Yates Park and lots of different businesses. And really, we focus on safety and sustainability. So it's one division in our business. So we look at everything from uh, the safety risks and the environment and uh, compliance risks. And we really look at look at understanding the risks of our business from cradle to grave. So the conception of a product or the conception of a new processing idea right through to the end consumer use of our uh, of our products. Uh, but really from an operational point of view, there's lots of risks out there and we break them down into three key strategy areas. Uh, in safety, we have three key strategies. In sustainability, we've got two. But our three in safety are around disaster prevention, so preventing major major disasters from the handling of flammable solvents, combustible dust or storage of dangerous goods because our industry is all about yeah, manufacturing construction and paint-based products. Then we've got in the fatality prevention space, we yeah, we manage all the typical types of hazards relating to 
uh, all the fatality risks out there that normal industry sees. So anything from forklifts, traffic management, electrical safety, machine guarding. We have lots of different mixes on our site. So, yeah, there's lots of things that could hurt people, filling machines. Uh, we look at uh, lifting equipment. So we have eight fatality prevention protocols across our organisation that helps us manage the risks of fatalities. And then our third um, area of focus or risk area for um, for our business is in the injury prevention space. So managing uh, the risks of the most uh, common injury causes. So slip trips and falls, ergonomics and manual handling, chemical exposure, because we are a chemical business, anything else that could come with that, also mental health and illness as well. What was the, the driver for developing fatality prevention protocols at Yates? Many years ago, we rolled out a, hazard, a really intensive hazard reporting process just to improve our whole organisation understanding of, um, of hazards and risks across the business. And in that reporting process, we, uh, we were quite alarmed at some of the, the reports that come through, but we welcomed the knowledge. So that's what our business always strives for, is we take every incident, every hazard report as a learning opportunity. So we actually call them GLIs, a learning, a general learning incident, so that we could um, really delve into those and, and understand. That was a key driver of our fatality protocols because then we actually analysed some of our data and we realised that we were seeing some serious new misses but also lots of minor things that could have caused harm. Uh, but if we weren't going to control them across the group, that they would expose people to fatality risks. So we developed the fatality prevention protocols, which are our company's um, minimum requirements for preventing fatality. So every site, every business leader, every area of the company must comply with all the requirements of the fatality prevention protocols. Tamara, can I ask you what was the nature of the incidents that were occurring? The, a number of the incidents were coming from forklifts, uh, so that's a so it's in our operating areas. So forklifts was a key one. So uh, people interacting too closely with forklifts as as near misses, forklifts dropping products, um, forklifts travelling too fast, lots of different near misses that would come from forklifts. So we took all of those those learnings um, to then create the requirements within the protocols. So one of the requirements is everything must be strapped when it's carried by a forklift. All of our forklifts are speed limited um, and that's a, uh, a physical inherent feature. Whatever learning we got from those GLRs, so that was just even around forklifts, then when you look at electrical, it might be an untagged piece of equipment. It could be electrical lead that's damaged. It could be a spark that happened from a piece of equipment. So we took all of those learnings and then we put those into care requirements of those protocols. Tamara, I love how you speak with such positivity and enthusiasm about what you do. But I'm sure that there have been difficulties, there have been challenges, barriers, perhaps. What have some of those challenges been for you? But there's always a challenge in, in safety and sustainability when you're rolling something new out. It's people's resistance to change. They're worried that they're not going to, to get the right outcome. So for the fatality prevention protocols, um, it took us a long time to, to, to get those right. Uh, we put them through a major consultation process within our business and lots of people were contributing and it took a long time to get the actual protocol 
developed, let alone then getting out to the field when you actually have to put in the solutions that um, that the protocols require. Uh, I, I guess it's that perseverance and breaking through and 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 understanding that every problem, I always go by every problem has a solution and if you don't know it, go and find it because somebody else has got it. So whether it is jumping onto SafeWorks website, whether it's Googling a solution, whether it is talking to other experts within the field, uh, reaching out to other sites within your own business that might be similar to yours and face the same problem, how do you get a collective vision on that problem so that you can all address address the same issue collectively and, and bring in all different resources? So there's always there's always barriers um, and there's always uh, resistance to change. With the forklifts and pedestrian separation, we had some of it. We had line markings specifically in the past and a couple of barriers, but it wasn't as what it is now. We actually got teams together and we walked the floor. So if people feel engaged and empowered and get their say in in any solution, that breaks through the barriers of fear. It breaks through the barriers of the unknown. Everybody gets involved in working out the right practical solution for the area. That's the way we did it. We got lots of people engaged in the whole process and that way you've got learning on mass as well. So everybody learns the right requirements at the right time. And then everybody engaged their teams back on the site to work out, well, what are the right solutions? And where would you come up against a barrier? You would report it back to the business to say, well, is anyone else facing this? Does anyone else have a solution? The amount of photos that were sent around at the time, there's all that, as I said, there's always a solution. Somebody's always got that hidden gem. You've just got to find it. Our thanks to Tamara for sharing her great insights on workplace safety. Tamara's experience shows that when every job is designed to be safe and safe practices and controls are in place, workplaces become safer, more enjoyable places to work and more productive places of business. I'm Carol Duncan and this has been a Safe Work Leadership Talk. In the next episode, I speak with Viridian Glass Work Health and Safety Manager Mark Pegum about the importance of educating and training workers when building a safety culture. To listen to our series of leadership talks or for more information about leading a strong manufacturing workplace safety culture, visit safework.nsw.gov.au slash leadership.